The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Everybody to the premiere episode of the Not So Newlywed podcast. I'm a half of your co-hosts and the better half, as you nice. will grow to see. Wow, well, stay mad. Anyways, <laughs> I, I am Candace, and you can find me on Twitter at London and Mommy, and you can also follow us at, um, on Twitter at Not So Newlywed Pod, and that's where we'll be posting the shows. Uh, discussing content and things of that nature. You could DM us if you have uh, episode ideas, guest ideas, or anything of that nature. We also have a Facebook page, uh, the Not So Newlywed Podcast, and you could just search that on Facebook and we'll pop right up. If you want to interact with us on Facebook instead of Twitter, you can find us over there. So, yeah. Then um, we have my. Go ahead, say it. <laughs> Pain in the ass. <laughs> oh, I thought you was gonna say uh, the best half. I thought you was gonna do that bit. You're not. You're not doing that this time. You're not the best half. Uh, they don't know that though. They should. <laughs> <laughs> nah, whatever. Just introduce yourself. <laughs> hey, y'all, uh, Mike. Michael, um, <clears throat> I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. Uh, you can find me at uh, brilliantdumb underscore E uh, on Twitter. Um, and all the here. other places as well that she mentioned as far as Facebook and the um, newlywed pod. Twitter? Yeah. London is here. London is here. Say hi. Say hi, boo-boo. Hi. <laughs> She's being shy, but if you uh, listen to any of the other podcasts on the CSPN uh, network, then you know that I am one third of the co-host for Ratchet Ramblings, and London is always making a guest appearance on there. It'll be no different over here. Um, she comes to terrorize and Still get juice. herself in trouble mm-hmm. and things of that nature. But she is an illustrious 16-month-old who is trying to live her best life. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, we have a lot of great things that we want to bring to you guys on the Not So Newlywed podcast. And a lot of it is just showing you what love looks like from... Uh, different walks of life and we want to strip the fairy tale off of what people think marriage and relationships are because everybody has um, this set look for what love and happiness looks like and what the journey looks like to get there and when you should get there and how you should get there and what things happen once you're there and it's just not the case 
My, what is my, that with you? My 16 year old daughter. Six month. Wow. 16 month old daughter. <laughs> 16. Is moving furniture across the dining room. Wait, like, what? What is going on? Yeah, so that's why we're here primarily. And so for today's. Today's episode, it's just Michael and I, but we plan to bring you a lot of great guests. Um, but today's episode, I, we want to talk about something that I found to be really interesting. And it'll sound familiar when we really get into it. But one of the things that people always talk about when they talk about relationships and marriage is the honeymoon phase. And so that should ring a bell to our listeners. Yeah. But there are a lot of different phases outside of the honeymoon phase of marriages and relationships. So, yep. Mm -hmm. So today we're going to talk about the seven phases of marriage. And then Mike and I will kind of, we'll kind of figure out where we are in these, in these phases. Because after reading through them, I don't think that you necessarily go through these phases in the order that they're given. So I think maybe they're just listed like one through seven but it's not chronological necessarily in which you uh, go through these phases. And mm-hmm. if you actually want to uh, read up on it, on the phases, I'll put the link in the showrunner. I got the article from Reader's Digest, and so you could take a look at yourself. But we'll jump right into it. So as I said, the most common phase that people know and discuss is the honeymoon phase, also known as the passion Passion stage stage of marriage. And the passion stage is really like the, the happy, the sex is amazing. You having sex all the time. There's a lot of excitement around intimacy. Couples in this stage are focused on building a sense of identity as a couple and making time for one another. And this is the easiest stage for younger couples because they don't have uh, a lot of responsibility. And when couples are getting like remarried, they have children and careers, this stage can be a little bit more complicated. So I would say that the honeymoon stage, uh, even this supposed easiest stage in the seven stages can look extremely different depending on where you are in your life. You, so if you get with somebody, you both single, no kids, no, you know, extreme financial debt. Fun times. Great times. <laughs> Amazing times versus uh, some 30-something, 40-somethings who may be getting together, who are who've been divorced, are getting... Uh, are jumping back in the field that yeah. they have kids, not just little kids, maybe kids in college or grandkids, or teenagers. teenagers. That honeymoon phase looks a little different. Yeah. You ain't going to be fucking all over the house. I would hope not. <laughs> well. <laughs> I mean, whatever. I mean, okay. <laughs> Um, so then there is the realization stage and during the realization stage, couples get to really know one another, both good and bad. There may be a little less emotion and a little more rational thinking in this stage. And during this stage, communication is key 
It is important that both people are able to confide in one another and the couple is able to build trust with one another and being able to really listen to one another is essential. Hmm. This is, yes. <laughs> you agree? You be knowing. Yeah. So this is that <laughs> stage where, where they talk about don't shack up, but sometimes I feel like the, this is where the realization stage the comes in. Don't when shack you, up. When you start shacking up. Hey, that's one of the worst quotes I ever... Like, I hate that quote. You hate when people say don't don't cohabitate prior to marriage? Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I, I feel I like you learn a lot about a person by living with them. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's cool to be... Uh, I mean, if you're doing that to follow religious views, things of that nature, I understand it. But... <clears throat> In today's walk of life, I think there are some things that are a necessity for certain aspects of relationships. Yeah. And, um, I mean, if that that was the rule, like, what, in B.C. sometime? I, I think we might need to <laughs> revise a, the rule a little I think, bit. I think we need to take the stigma off of living together pre-marriage because, uh, one, in this economy... Um, a lot of people are needing to live together to to ease the financial load. That's one thing. The other thing is you really don't know what you're getting yourself into until you live with a person. Because a lot of times, just spending a night here and there, if you do the long distance thing, just visiting here, you know, a week here, a week there, you don't really get a good feel for everyday life. <laughs> for everyday life yeah. with that person. And it's down to the little nitpicky shit like... Does this person leave their drawers in the middle of the floor? That is like if that if I was I couldn't be with somebody who house wasn't clean. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when you're just with somebody a few days here and there or a week here and there, people clean up. Also, for you, company you pick up on people's pet peeves too. Like something like you yeah. might not notice that you don't really like something. Or that someone else doesn't really care for something until you live with them. Like, it's, it could be the littlest thing. Like, they just look, leave the top off the toothpaste or some crazy shit. And you, up, like, you flipping out now. Yeah. So, I'm, <laughs> I'm not that petty. I'm petty, but not that petty. <laughs> so, so. That's debatable. Wow. Mm. Wow. <laughs> okay, don't ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> little catty <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, I do I do think that Mike and I uh, still we've been married it'll be two years November 2nd so I do think we are still in our realization stage um, and, you know every day we're learning some some things about each other and, and either good or bad and so I don't think you ever truly leave out the realization stage i think it takes like being like one of those couples that's into like the decades of marriage and mm -hmm. once you start to get out that realization stage and even then i feel like it's a stage that you never leave because people are constantly changing over time yeah so as time grows on what might have pissed me off in our that you learn in year two of marriage might not be a big deal but I might have found a new love or a new hate for something else 10, yeah. 15 years down the line. So I think that's the stage that if you are doing 
marriage in a healthy way, you'll always be realizing and paying attention to things about your partner. Yeah, as you grow and evolve as a couple, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so then there's then stage three they call the rebellion stage. And they say during the rebellion stage freaky. All right, I'm nasty, nasty. (laughs) Trying to be into some S and M. But no. no. During the rebellion stage, an individual may be trying to assert himself more and is starting to look out for his or her own self-interest. Sometimes there are increased disagreements or even hidden power struggles brewing, and it is important for couples in this stage to learn how to resolve conflict peacefully. Being able to keep promises, negotiate, and compromise are all keys to working through this stage. Also, couples during this stage can learn to identify and appreciate their differences. Hmm. I don't... We may have had a rebellion stage prior to getting married. I don't think we've had that kind of power struggle since we've been married. I can't say that it won't happen. I'm just saying it hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. I felt we had a little bit of a power struggle while we dated and we kind of both were waiting on the other shoe to drop. So we always kept our other options open, which created some type of power struggle between the both of us. Cause it was kind of like, well, who you still talking to? Well, who you still talking to? Well, why are you still talking to him? It was kind of like, well, either we're going to be optimistic and push this relationship into a direction where it could be successful, or we're going to wait for the other shoe to drop, keep our hoes, and then let shit fall apart. Right. So I I think that's the closest, we, closest we've gotten to, like, a rebellion stage and, like, a power struggle and power dynamics. And that was, like far before we got married honestly so i'm still trying to think of like other aspects of this uh maybe Mm, i don't know i i feel like maybe it could be really anything as long as but it's it, it makes it seem as though it's not just like one disagreement like the way it's kind of described, it makes it seem like it's just not one disagreement. Like it's just like like you wouldn't call okay, we we got into an argument today. We're we're in the stage. Like I No, no, no. I feel like it's mo- it's like a constant push and pull. Like if you find yourself in constant push and pull like, well, I want I want us to do this. I want to do that and the person's like, "No. No, no, no. No, 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 no. It's constant a constant level of back and forth with I'm going to do this. No, I'm going to do that. No, I'm going to do this. No, I'm going to do that. So I kind of think that's how that comes about. And I don't, I feel like the rebellion, if you make it to the rebellion stage, it's fueled with ego. It's more ego than anything at some point in the marriage. If, if you get there, that it's more ego than anything. Okay. Yeah. That's why I feel out that. 
So then stage four is called the cooperation stage. And during the cooperation stage, a couple is often more preoccupied with other things in their life rather than each other. For example, a couple may be dealing with children, work, household responsibilities, volunteering, and other tasks, which can make the relationship seem less of a priority. Couples during the stage run the risk of becoming more like roommates or business partners rather than romantic lovers. And during this stage, it is important that a couple make their marriage a top priority. A regular date night and setting aside time to enjoy one another's company free from life's distractions can be helpful. Okay. And I just want to let you know, I've read that as, uh, for example, a couple may be dealing with London. That's exactly how I read that. We are, I think we are in the cooperation stage, but not so deep into it that we are living like roommates and business partners, but we definitely are at a point where we're trying to balance parenthood, career, keeping a household. Right. Having hobbies so that we don't feel like we don't have a self-identity in everything that we do. And so, at times, it gets busy. And when it gets busy... (laughs) it, it, It happens. So... I do, I will say, like, one of the things I want to do with this show is to be transparent about things that we go through in our marriage because I don't think we have this really toxic, deadly, headed down a path of destruction marriage. So I feel like it's really easy to be transparent because we have a healthy marriage and things go well Mm -hmm. so i think one of the things that we definitely have to improve on is like having a date night because we we don't have regular date nights we don't uh spend a time we don't spend a lot of time away from the home without london and so that is something that we have to work on i think we are really overprotective and we well we have been until my mom got here who she moved here to exclusively help us with London um but even so now we don't want to run the risk <laughs> we don't want to run the risk of one taking advantage of her kindness and just saying oh well we about to go do some watch London that's unfair to her um and what she may have going on or she just don't feel like watching London while we have a date night or something like that. So I think we have to better work on setting aside time for us to have London free time. Yes. Yeah. I I could, I could definitely use some London free time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just playing. <laughs> she ran up. She ran up on her daddy. Like what was said? <laughs> just joking. What what have was said? Mm. Um. So I think the next, I think the next stage is uh, the reunion stage. Yes, that's five. Um. So the reunion stage is often during the empty nest phase 
of life. You hear that? You out of here, London. Nah, um, <laughs> after uh, children leave home, a couple has more time to devote one another and um, devote to one another, excuse me, in their marriage. Uh, a couple in this stage can benefit from refocusing their energy and creating new memories together as a couple. So I guess it's kind of like, you know, getting to know each other all over again after, um, you know, just raising children. And then you kind of you kind of get to know yourself again, I guess, in a sense as well, um, because you do have that free time again, um, almost like, you know, that's was like what 18 20 years ago uh depending on uh the situation yeah. like when the kids go college things of that nature and you just kind of relearning each other again it's almost like being in the um honeymoon phase again kind of that's it's like yeah a, yeah that's it's like a reoccurring I I would I would say so yeah we so far from that stage I don't even want to talk about it truthfully yeah let's go to the next one let's <laughs> It's, no. it, you know what it is we, we are both really young in our careers uh, where I am now in my career the, the company I'm with I would love to stay there throughout retirement because it's just a lot of great benefits and you know growth opportunities and things of that nature so I've been there two years 28 more years to go London is Lord willing London will have Gotten out of high school, found a career path of her liking, and is having possibly her own family and children or living her best kid-free life and doing whatever she wants to do by the time I retire from work. So we are like a ways away from the reunion stage, but I won't say that I need to be retired to get to the reunion stage. I just need London to be out my house. Is... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, <laughs> I just need her to be out of my house So that I think that's what that is uh, Stage 6 they call the explosion stage And the explosion stage can happen at any point along the way And during this stage a couple is experiencing a major change or crisis Such as a health problem or unemployment And it is important that couples in this stage pay attention to their needs And gain support as necessary to work through the crisis yeah, we definitely been in the explosion stage. Too. Some people always in the explosion stage. Some people live in the explosion stage. Yeah. Uh, we we had some explosions, but not 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 necessarily with each other, but but a major death in the family. Um, uh, I dealt with postpartum depression after having London, so that mm-hmm. that definitely was something that we had to to get through and, and overcome. And that was all kind of happening at the same time. It happened at the same time. Um, your grandmother passing the day before London was born mm-hmm. and London being born and me and then having a C-section and then rolling over into postpartum depression and yeah. going back to work, not having family out here to offer a sense of moral support, if anything, while we were kind of dealing with this. So, uh, the explosion stage is a, whew, child. Yeah, exactly. Whew, tell them, boo-boo. They were rough. Yeah, it was rough. And, um, but with the, 
with the proper resources and the desire to to get through that stage um you definitely it definitely does not have to be a defining of what's to come in the marriage right so that's what i will say about the explosion stage it does not have to last forever if you and your partner are focused on getting above and beyond that and, and doing the work yeah and, and com- like just working with each other because when when things happen like that those those are the times where you kind of really need each other and and need to kind of um maybe not take everything on on yourself um ease some of your stress um ease some of your partner's stress just be there for each other yeah in, in that exchange absolutely so the last stage they call it the completion stage and it says a couple in the completion stage has ongoing stability and security Together, a couple in this stage can appreciate one another and the life they have created for themselves. During this stage, a couple can benefit from creating even more of a sense of meaning and purpose. For example, volunteering together, starting a side business just for fun, or traveling, just something to establish uh, a new sense of purpose for themselves. I look forward to the completion stage because it also is uh, I feel like it'll go hand in hand with the retirement phase of life Okay, retire yeah. and your house is paid for, cars paid for no significant debt and bills and things of that nature lotto, that's completion yeah, yeah. <laughs> we hit the lotto life is complete <laughs> We hit the Mega Millions, hey. and we out. Hey, you're doing a lot, Linda. You're doing a lot. Yeah. yeah. So, I look forward to the completion phase. I always wonder, like, what... So, because, like, 28 years from now, I know we talk about people being old, but if you really think about it, 28 years from now, in your early 60s, that's still really, really young. Um, Yeah, that's pretty young. You know, if somebody died age 60, you'd be like, wow, that was young. They was young. You don't, when somebody dies at 50, 60, you're like, wow. Yeah. They yeah, they yeah. died really young. So, because you expect people to live in today's 70s, 80s, sometimes 90s. So, if I get to retire in, into my 60s and am still healthy and can travel and can, you know, pick up hobbies and things like that. And and get a chance to do it with you, you know, if I ain't had the divorce show, oh, annoyance ass. Nobody's laughing at that. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be great for me. So, yeah. So, that's why I said, overall, if you, if after hearing the seven stages, I feel like you can determine that these stages don't happen chronologically. Yeah, yeah. Like you can be in different stages at once. You can be in stage, you could be in stage five and stage two and stage one together, or you could be in stage three and stage six or whatever the case may be. I don't think you have to go to stage. I don't think you have to go through stages one through four to get through five or whatever the case right, may right. be. Like, yeah. I feel like they're going to, they just come as they, you know, Yeah, it's kind of like all relationships. I mean, everybody's different. 
um, when you put two different people together and uh, and have them as a couple in these situations, I mean, you could come up with any of these stages uh, at any point in time uh, in the relationship, I believe. So I do, uh, I do feel like you're right about that. These are not um, stages that you have to go through um, chronologically or experience you may you may never experience one of these stages yeah absolutely yeah so that's that's kind of how i feel about it and so that like the as we have guests on the show who are in relationships or in uh who are married i definitely want us to have the opportunity to ask them what stages of marriage slash relationship they think they're in you know, as a recurring theme, because yeah. it'll be interesting to see where the couples that we have on and are... how they see themselves together. Mm. Yeah, uh, and we kind of touched on it a little bit of where we thought we kind of were um, at, while we were explaining this. But just as like a wrap up, what do you, where do you feel um, we kind of fall in in some of these? I, I feel like we got like a toe in in a few of these. I think we have. I think we're in stage one. Two and four. Yeah, that's what I was kind of feeling. I feel like we're in, yeah, I feel like we're in stage one, two, and four. It's still a lot of passion. It's still a lot of, you know, when time permits. It's a lot of intimacy. Uh, I feel oh, like you get nasty, nasty. You like that? Stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I do believe that we are constantly learning about one another in a realization stage and how to deal with each other and how to um, handle each other and what type of, um, you know, what type of love languages the other person has, whether it's just reassurance, words of affirmation, physical, things like that. Um, and then I do think we're in the cooperation stage being that we are just, um, we're not young, but we're not old, if that makes sense. And we're right in that, that point in life where we are beginning to hit strides and in our careers and, you know, starting to think about things like, you know, doing things like buying a, buying a house and cars and stuff investment in the future and you know what's next and things like and you know things like that so that's why i I think that's where we are in these seven phases we're kind of in a few phases at once yeah you agree yeah (laughs) say hi you tell the listeners hi you waving you know how to say hi just shy girl (laughs) so ultimately this is this is kind of what we want for the show we want to have on people from all walks of life and discuss what dating and what relationships and even marriage looks like for them um from you know single black men to divorcees who are dating again to single parents who are dating um to you know uh people who have been married decades like mike's parents who have 
30 plus years in of marriage Mm and my mom who's never been married and and ultimately has no desire to be married now and you know dating dating and love and that it all looks different from all those point of views and so that is what we want to bring of course um you know even this perspective of marriage and and the lgbtq community and and dating amongst gay men gay women and how that fares out for them and how their relationships work and so ultimately you will get to see non-traditional love and how it looks because we know what traditional relationships look like man and woman they have two kids and a dog and a picket fence and then they live happily ever after except for in this day and age that is not how love shakes out for the majority these days so right and i think one one thing we also wanted to get across is this is not like one this is of not those advice. Shows where we're gonna give you advice. This is more like opening up discussion um, to learn. Um, so this is for all of us to kind of see things from a different side. Um, we're all still trying to figure this out. This is not something Absolutely. that um, you know we're experts on or uh, going to tell you exactly what to do and this is going to work 100 of the time uh, because that's not realistic. Absolutely. We're not here to give you advice you didn't ask for. If you want relationship advice, you'll more times than not go to an expert who is trained in this in that type of thing, and a relationship therapist and things of that nature. We're not here to give you therapy. We're not here to tell you what's gonna make you ha- what makes a relationship happy, what makes it work, because that is different for everybody. Right. We are just here to say, hey. And be transparent. Hey, these are things that we deal with in our day-to-day as a married couple, as as friends, as lovers, as parents, as partners. If you're dealing with something similar, then you yeah. can relate. And maybe you have some advice for us. Yeah, and I kind of want to open up the, 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 the like email and, yeah, the, absolutely. and the actual... Um, the DMs, DMs for any emails, of the, the podcasts... Sites, definitely. If you have, um, I wouldn't say really questions. If you have like uh, topics, or if you have just something in general that you um, want to relay to the show, maybe you want us to uh, to relay it, or to talk about it, or to kind of get some different views on um, a situation, uh, definitely reach out to us. Yeah, if you if you have good uh, if you have ideas for guests, if you want to be a guest, yeah, yeah, reach out, let us know. Um, if you're in the Denver area, we can always meet up and record live, or we can record via Google Hangouts. Whatever, whatever you know, whatever you need to be able to contribute to letting people know what love looks like for you and people like you we're here for that we want to open the the door so that people can see how love fares for 
people from all walks of life. It doesn't matter if you're gay, straight, bisexual, lesbian, transgender, black, white, blue, purple. If you are 21 or 61 or if you have kids, don't have kids. If you're in college or if you have an established career. Whether you're married or you're not Whether you're married or not. Like, and I want to, and I, if you know of anybody who wants to, um, who does not want to get married, they are okay with long-term companionship, but marriage is kind of a uh-uh for them. Send them our way. We would love to have them on as a guest, especially especially women, because society loves to act like uh, the pinnacle of accomplishment in a woman's life is marriage. And so we want to talk to women who don't feel that way and get their views and their perspectives on things. So that's what we're hoping for. And every week we want to give y'all um, one of our favorite songs that we really love um, in the R&B love category. Or it could be a hip-hop love song. Either way, either way. Um, so one of Mike's favorite uh, artists and favorite songs from that artist is Jasmine Sullivan, which I do not disagree. I've seen her in concert. She, whew, that girl sound better live than she do on music in mm. a studio. So that's what I will say. His favorite song by her is Lions and Tigers and Bears. So if you are in a mood, go back and re-listen to some of Jasmine's music because she has a lot more uh, hits than duds. I will yeah, say that. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, speaking of, Jasmine, if you ever listen to this podcast, girl, <laughs> it's time. We ready for some new music. Because that last album was fire. So, we are ready. And with that said, we are not going to hold you long at all, much longer. But before we go, we do want to tell you to head over to the CSPN.us and check out some of our sponsors. Go to shop our sponsors link and you'll find some great ones like Wink Wine Co. If you're trying to unwind, get your sip on. Oh, a I'm nice little there. Cabernet Sauvignon. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> or check out Adam and Eve. Uh, I think I feel like Adam and Eve is the perfect sponsor for a show like this. Yeah. Um, you know, and check that out and discount off one item and free shipping and things of that nature. Also, Blue Apron, because sometimes you just don't feel like, God damn, grocery shopping, cutting all the shit up. I've used Blue Apron before, and I really love it. You get your box. It's packaged nicely. Um, and it can withstand being in the box for a certain amount of time before it has to go in the refrigerator in case it gets delivered while you're not home. Don't worry, it's not gonna spoil or anything like that. It comes on ice packs and in a in a cooler and things like that. But it's already pre-portioned, cut up. It comes with all the seasonings, everything you need, detailed instructions with pictures. All you gotta do is put it in the pan and cook it. That's it. So like I said, right, yeah, definitely. Um, so, again, go check out some of our sponsors. Check out some of our other great shows on the CSPN, like Ratchet Ramblings, Crown and Collars, Bad and Boozy, Know the Score, and some other shows. Go check it out. And we will be back with you same time next week. And we're out of here. <laughs>